Baruch Hashem, we're going to continue with our amazing lessons of Halas Yisrael. Let's get ready and let's get started because we have a lot to cover here. And I know it's Erev Shabbat Kodesh and we have what to do. Okay, good. So now, additional transgressions that hatred engenders. So follow me here, guys, because we have what to cover. Hatred also brings one to the serious sin of slander. For by means of this hatred, he reveals the shortcomings of his fellow. Hatred also brings him to spread lies, falsely attributing deficiencies to his fellow. Already well known is the magnitude of the sin of the tongue, which is Lashon Ara, as the sages say in Maseket Sota, four classes of sinners will not merit to greet the divine presence. Listen to this carefully, guys. Listen to this carefully. Four classes of sinners will not merit to greet the divine presence. That is the, the class of liars, the class of flatterers, the class of scoffers, and the class of those who speak Lashon Ara. So for those of you that don't know, we have a class on Lashon Ara, a separate WhatsApp group, and it's also on TrustHashem.org. Check it out. Ask me for the link. I'll give it to you. You must know these laws. So all of these classes, all of them emanate from the sin of the tongue, misuse of speech. So this is, as Yeshaya said, woe is me for I am doomed, for I am a man of impure lips, for my eyes have seen the king, Hashem, master of lesions. Be amazed at this, for indeed one who stumbles into sin through befouling his lips will not merit to greet the face of the divine presence. And even more than this, when he sees his fellow doing commendable deeds, his hatred will increase because of it. And his entire desire will be that his fellow's deeds will be unsuccessful. And it says in scriptures in, um, it's, it's in, in uh, Tehillim 38, those who repay evil for good harass me for my pursuit of good. And so the outcome is that he hates his fellow service of the omnipresent. In other words, one who hates his fellow wants him to fail at everything. And ultimately, as the Beis Halavi concludes, he hates the service of Hashem because a hater doesn't want his fellow to be successful, even if it, even in, in, in his um, religious faith. It's something of which must we must be aware. It's possible that without realizing it, we can dislike people because we feel that they are superior to us in the service of Hashem. We should be happy when they when we see somebody having a haslacha and serving Kadosh Baruch Hu because ultimately that means our own service is successful. So now we're going to give some insights here to what we just learned. And so because this is packed full of a lot of information here. So we have to see the positive, basically. The Beis Alavi writes that hating a fellow Jew leads to many other sins because when you hate someone you see only his flaws and the opposite is true as well when you love someone when you see everything about him in a positive light so indeed shlomo amelik says in mishlei but love covers all offenses so anyone involved in henna can testify that one of its most challenging aspects is to explain to a parent that their child is doing poorly whether scholastically uh, scholastically socially or in any other area why because many parents are in complete denial it, they claim their child is adorable well-behaved and brilliant and is the parent wrong perhaps not 
The love of every parent is so strong that they interpret any flaw in a positive way. And their viewpoint may very well be accurate. But here, Rab Ben Sion Abba Shaul shares the following parable. Two artists were each painting a portrait of a young boy. Who is the son of one of the artists? The parent's portrait will be more flattering because the parent loves his son deep down in his heart. And that love will be evident in every brushstroke. He will see only the positive. So the mole on the, on the boy's face will be smaller. His eyes will be a little bigger. And only the good points will be accentuated. And the opposite is equally true. In cartoon caricatures, if the artist doesn't like the subject, his physical flaws will be exaggerated and his face will seem to be shifty. But when someone loves another, the positive is accentuated. So therefore, what we really have to focus is on the interior workings of our psyche. We have to find out what's causing us to enter into these disputes. The cause might be some minuscule monetary issue or it might just be just a dislike. So Rav Meir Chodosh, Meshkiach of the Hebron Yeshiva, said that in the days of Elul, the altar of Slaboka would urge his Talmidim to work on overlooking slights. And the Gemara in Rosh Hashanah states that if you overlook the slights of others, Hashem will overlook your slights. And then after Rosh Hashanah, the altar would tell them, the suggestion that I gave to overlook slights was a little too difficult, and I'm afraid you won't succeed. So I have a new suggestion, working on having an ayin tova, a good eye, because in Mishle it says that a person who has a good eye will be blessed. So Rav Hodosh explained that the altar was not backing away from his initial advice. Rather, he was demonstrating how one could reach the level of being able to overlook a slight. That happens only by cultivating an ayin tova. So when a person regards others benevolently and sees only their good qualities, he will succeed in overcoming the stumbling blocks that arise in human relationships and will be able to attain the level of overlooking slights to himself. Another thing is that we have to uh, remember is that we're all in this together, guys. Peleloets, the Peleloets writes that a person should be happy when he sees other people fulfilling Hashem's will. He should feel sad when he sees people sinning. He offers a beautiful mashal to illustrate this. Imagine a king who asks each of his ten children to take turns, caring for their mother, the queen. When one of the princesses was away, he forgot that it was his day. He didn't take care of his mother. But even though he did not do the job, he still loves his mother and he feels sorry that he forgot about her. If he found out that his brother took over his job and tended to the queen that day, he would be elated. So here the palace Yowet says that we have to look at the Torah as our mother. Of course, we would prefer to fulfill every mitzvah, but if we can't for whatever reason, and we hear that someone else did, we should say, Baruch Hashem, at least someone else is doing my job. As one of the great early Hasidic masters once said, that if there were only one etrog in the world, I would not insist that it come to me. As long as a Jew is serving Hashem, I'm happy. It does not have to be me. So we must be thankful and happy because we are all on one team, guys, with one goal. We should look at ourselves as one big company and know that we benefit from the success of everyone else. The, 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 the Safas Emes points out that when the heavenly angels proclaim Hashem's holiness together, 
it says, and they grant with love permission from one another. The angels are all united in one mission to praise Kadosh Baruch Hu, and therefore they have no jealousy or hatred towards one another. To the contrary, they are so happy with each other's service, they all desire, all they desire is to bring glory to Hashem. Also, is to love yourself. The Torah lists the sins that lead to the Torah, admonition in which Hashem warns of the many horrors that will befall the Jewish people if they disobey the Torah, eventually destroying the Bet HaMikdash and sending the Jews into exile. The first sin, the first sin is, but if you will not listen to me. So Rashi explains this to mean that, that you were not toiling in Torah. Then it says, and will not perform all of these commandments. Because if you did not learn, you will not act. And then it says, if you consider my decrees loathsome. So Rashi explains that this means that you will hate other people who are fulfilling the Torah's commandments. The Torah then goes on to describe that this is a chain of reaction. It's a chain reaction. If you don't perform mitzvot, you're disgusted by those who do. And eventually you will hate the sages, prevent others from doing mitzvot, Deny that the mitzvot are from Hashem and eventually deny Hashem's existence. It's a seven-step downward spiral. And Rashi explains that each one leads to the next. And where did it all start? Where did it all start? Through not toiling properly in our Torah. Rabbi Hezekiel Levenstein explains that this means not fulfilling your own mission. Since you are upset with yourself for not doing what means what 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 uh, what you're supposed to be doing, you're dissatisfied with yourself, and because of that, you start to dislike the person who is surpassing you, and your jealousy turns into hatred. So instead of looking into and rectifying yourself, pay attention yourself. You hate him. Eventually, you dislike the rabbis who are guiding you, and it spirals downward into Hasve Shalom, hating Hashem. So Rav Hatzkel says that the first thing that you must do is to be happy with yourself, materially and spiritually. Of course, we must always try to improve, but we must also uproot any negativity that holds us back from happiness. One should be content with the characteristics and potential that Hashem has given him, and then he can build on them. If he's bitter and constantly compares himself unfavorably to others, always feeling resentful and disadvantaged, he will drift away from service of Hashem and begin to hate others who grow and excel. Rav Hatzkel says the first step in our service of Hashem is to be happy with our situation. And if you don't serve Hashem with happiness, there's no hope. Heaven forbid, who knows to what level you will fall. This concept is a novel point for many people who think that the main thing is the actual service of Hashem, but not the attitude in which the service of Hashem and which is done. If you are happy with yourself, then everything turns around. When it comes to Ahavas Israel, loving one's Jew, you must, you must love yourself first. Because if you don't love yourself and you aren't happy with yourself, you can't love anyone else. Period. So Rav Hatzkel bases his concept in the story of Cain and Abel. Hashem asked Cain, why are you annoyed? 
And why has your countenance fallen? Cain was jealous of Abel because Abel's korban had been accepted while his wasn't. So he was jealous because Hebel had surpassed them in the service of Hashem. This suggests that Cain was a good man. Cain was very good and that he wanted to be better. But ultimately it escalated into murder. So the Torah relates this episode to teach us a lesson. Guys, it can happen to anyone, anyone. Our negative bidot become aroused when we don't have inner peace. And when we aren't happy with what we're doing. So the source of all sin and stumbling is a lack of our own inner satisfaction. So however here says Rav Hatzkel, it's a delicate balance. On one hand, we're happy to be with our situation materially and spiritually. But at the same time, we are to recognize that we must grow. We should not be satisfied with the status quo and not be, not be just holding where we are. It's not really a contradiction. For example, when one is running a business, in order to be successful, he has to celebrate the business's accomplishments while at the same time trying to grow the business. And Rav Yehuda Ades, Rosh Hashiva, Yeshiva Kol Yaakov, put it, a person can't just go to his accountant and discuss the money that he lost if he doesn't also mention the money that he made. He can't successfully run a business. So it works here both hands, guys. So don't hate the service of Hashem. Rav Chaim Friedlander writes that Rav Eliyahu Dessler told of a Rosh Hashiva who went to visit another yeshiva. His host excitedly and happily showed his guest how the Tamidim were diligently learning late into the night. The visiting Rosh Hashiva said, would you be happy as you are now if you saw these Bukhuram learning like that but in a different yeshiva? So Rafi Lander comments, it's possible that the Rosh Hashiva seems to be excited about learning Hashem's Torah, but really he is excited about only, only about his own yeshiva success? So we cannot allow our ego or our desire for success to interfere with our general love of Hashem and His Torah. This is what the Beis Halevi is teaching us. It is possible that hate, which is often rooted in competition and ego, can actually cause us to have negative feeling towards the service of Hashem because we don't want others to appear to be better than we are. We may often criticize or mock other people's commendable practices. So this is a frightening reality and something that we all we all have to work on, guys, all of us. So here we're going to give you your little talk list of what to do today. And Bezat Hashem, this is also Ishtad Lut. I want you to maybe look at someone that's doing very, very well. That maybe sometimes, and I'll tell you what, it's good. It's good also for us to have that maybe jealousy, but a holy jealousy. Like a holy jealousy, like saying, wow, I want to do that more. I want to be more like this person. I want to be more more learned. I want to be more of a mitzvah girl or a mitzvah boy. I want to do more of these things. That jealousy is healthy jealousy because that's that's giving you know the person kavod and at the same time you want to be like that person and you want to do it yourself. There's nothing wrong with that. 
But we're talking is about the jealousy that's like hateful in our hearts. Like why them and not me? How can they do this and I don't do? Or why are they doing that? You know, I'm not doing it so they shouldn't. That type of stuff. That 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 we cannot do. And a lot of us are holding there. A lot of us sometimes we don't catch ourselves. But there are times maybe in life where maybe that happens with a family member or 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 another person at work or with someone or somewhere else we fall into that not even knowing we're doing it so this is why it's so important for us to be mindful be mindful of these traits and be only having an eye and toe eye and toe for everyone and love cloud israel love cloud israel so the talk list to do for today what is it we're gonna go and we're gonna find someone that's doing real good make sure that someone that you admire make sure that someone that maybe maybe you would think wow you know they're doing this but i can't someone that maybe has done something that you couldn't do and maybe in that moment if you can remember you felt a little bit like bad you felt a little bit bad in your heart feeling bad for yourself that's what it is okay i want you to go up and find that person and say to that person you know what i really admire what you did I just want to tell you, I really admire what you did. Hashem should help me that I should have the co-op to do what you're doing or to do what you did. Bezat Hashem, I should have the opportunity to do myself as well. And just give the person kavod. Not give them kavod like in a bad way, but just show the person appreciation as part of the cloud because we're all one. And the fact that you didn't do it, okay, but they did, which means that they were able to put that merit into our little bank account. So be thankful thankful for that part be thankful for that because that's really what it's all about because we're all one cloud israel is one big unit guys and we're all coming from one creator okay so we have to know that anything that anyone does every goodness that people does goes into our account and if you can't do it okay next time you will but maybe maybe it wasn't meant for you it was meant for them to do it that mitzvah will come to you another time. Maybe it'll come in another way. But you have to be glad and happy that at least Klali's role has that merit in our bank account. And start to look at it that way and to have an iron tove. Start having an eye and toe for everyone in Klal Israel. Again, kippa, no kippa. I don't care. If he's Jewish, you have an eye and toe for him. Bezrat Hashem, we're all going to continue with these beautiful lessons and we're going to continue to move forward and we're going to continue to strengthen our love for Klal Israel because when we strengthen our love for the Klal, we're automatically strengthening the love for our Creator, Baruch Hashem. Kazaku Baruch, we're going to continue with these beautiful lessons. Bezrat Hashem on Motzei Shabbat. Shabbat Shalom, everyone.